Hi, I'm Doc from Sarcastic Gamer, and I'm very grateful to have been granted a few seconds to tell you about Extra Life. Extra Life is a community charity effort to raise money and awareness for the fight against pediatric cancer. This cause hits very close to home for me because this past year I lost a friend to acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Her name was Tori, and she was 15 years old. And she, like many of the kids around the world fighting cancer, was amazing. She fought three full battles against the disease, and through all the needles and the surgeries and isolation, she never lost her beautiful smile or her courageous spirit. Extra Life is my way of honoring Tori, her family, and countless other children around the world that face this scary disease every day. Have you ever lost someone you cared for to cancer? Will you honor their memory by getting involved in Extra Life and making it your program? Extra Life is a 24-hour gaming marathon happening in living rooms, basements, churches, and offices around the world on Saturday, October 18th. We're asking you to sign up for Extra Life and get at least four of your friends or family members to sponsor you for around a dollar an hour. It's so easy, and even if you can't commit to doing the whole 24 hours in one sitting, it's okay. The important thing is that you make the decision to get involved. You can find out everything there is to know about Extra Life, including sign-up links, at the official website, extralife.sarcasticgamer.com. That's extralife.sarcasticgamer.com. Stand up. Actually, sit down and fight with us on October 18th. Play games. Heal kids. On behalf of some of the bravest people on Earth, thank you. Limit Break Radio presents The Rogue's Den. With your esteemed host, <laughs> First Lieutenant Kahlo. He's so dreamy. Wait, what? LimitBreakRadio.com Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to The Rogue's Den. As always, I have with me my somewhat lovely assistant, Velix. Velix, how are you doing today? pretty good i've been dancing my way through the levels sweet sweet that sounds like a pun to me but uh unfortunately unfortunately getting ready today we've uh we've had a bit of uh technical difficulties so i had a nice little uh story all ready for everybody and i was gonna you know give to the both the star breakers and to the general public uh some you know entertainment and and whatnot you know annie says we need more of that the star breakers say we need more of that everybody just isn't happy with what content comes out of the rogues then but today you're gonna have to be happy with it because we are a little pressed for time so with that we're gonna get right into it and felix what are we covering today uh today is going to be our lance corporal episode which is the fourth rank in your 10 ranks of uh assaults all right that's right and uh along with lance corporal um actually comes uh, some assaults that, that aren't really too hard uh you know the overall objectives and views for them are pretty easy as long as you get down, you know, some patch strategies, and that's what here for we're here for first. And for the first time, minus the first episode, we don't have to cover the stuff we forgot in the previous episode. Hooray! We didn't forget anything incredibly important. Woo! That's right. So today, you are going to learn about obviously the strategies for the different lance corporal ranks, as well as get your first view of one of the gear rewards from assaults that is if you don't know what they are already which i would assume you do so that's not really something to look forward to oh well so with that we're gonna get right into how felix and Kahlo, do we rank up from superior private to lance corporal well let me tell you right now that it involves a series of tubes and felix is going to explain that to you 
Yep, basically after you got your 25 mercenary points like you did in the last couple rank ups, you're going to go back to Agrabah. This is going to be one of your first uh, more difficult, I would say, or more involved rank ups than the previous ones, or, you know, go find the hoof print, go get an imp wing. Uh, basically, after you go to Agrabah, you're going to have to go over to the Alchemist Guild in White Gate, which is up near the auction house. And talk G5. To G5, yep, up near the auction house. And then talk to uh, Nafawa, who's up there. And you're going to get your cutscene, and they'll basically explain what you're going to have to do. Simply put, you're going to have to take your series of tubes, there's five of them, and go to multiple locations in both the Wichoma Woodlands and the Bafalow Thickets. If you've been around these areas, you've probably noticed the well springs that are out there, and you probably didn't know what they were for, but you're going to have to take a test tube to each one of the five well springs. And they are located in Wichoma Woodlands. Uh, H11, G11, I7, and J8, and then there's only one in Bafalow Thickets at G7. Once you have them all, they're all just key items, I believe. Uh, once you do that, you go back to Nafawa, you need another cutscene, and then you actually get a reward from this depending on how you do the little mini game. They're going to want you to combine the liquids that you have in your test tubes to create a new type of uh, mithraline concentration, basically. Uh, Depending on which one you make, you'll get rewards. If you do silver mithril or gold, or gold, you get no reward. However, if you make a platinum or aluminium, you can get anywhere from three imperial mithril pieces to two gold pieces, which is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, also remember that when obtaining your liquids from the woodlands and from Bathlaw thickets, you can obtain them in any order. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you get test tube five first or test tube three. Basically, they're going to have different qualities. Test tube 1 is a very light. Test tube 2 is the same as test tube 4. Test tube 3 is very dense. Test tube 4 reacts in three times faster than test tube 1. And test tube 5 equal to half of the highest concentration. Now, that probably doesn't make any sense to you because it doesn't make any sense to me either. Basically, there's just a specific order you're going to want to do it in to get your highest tier, your aluminium, aluminium so that you can get your two imperial gold pieces. You're going to start like start the process from the first menu. From there, you're going to do test tube number two two times, test tube number three two times, and then test tube number four two times again. Then just hand it into the guild, and you should be able to get your aluminum liquid. Uh, after that, just wait a game day and make sure you've zoned out of White Gate, then go back to Abkuba, choose helping his fellow mercenary, and receive your rank and reward. Dun, 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 dun. Congratulations, you are now a Lance Corporal. Your duties just got bigger. Yep, and with that comes a substantial pay cut. Yeah, yeah indeed, indeed. So getting right into it then, uh, as usual, we are going to start with uh, Liaojum Sanctum and work our way down. So your first one in Liaojum Sanctum is the Shanaran Grass Conservation. Your objective is to protect the vegetation. Rabbits are sending the Shanara grass, unique to the Aljum Sanctum, to the verge of extinction. Drive away the rabbits and protect the vegetation. Now, basically, all this is is running around killing the rabbits. Um, it can be completed with as little as three members or all the way up to, to, to six members. The only enemies you're going to see are little tiny rabbits called conies. There are 20 of them. Now, when you start at I-9, which is where you first zone in, all the conies are going to be in this very first room. Now, they're not incredibly tough. However, they do link, and 
together they can get pretty pretty tough all right so usually you know you want to wait a couple minutes let them spread out a little bit uh that way you don't link them up uh if you're quick about killing them that's uh that's another story but uh they do exhibit some strange behavior so uh you know after a while of fighting they kind of start to run away and you'll have to chase them down they'll start up again now if you if they de-aggro you're going to regen they're going to regen back to full hp and obviously if they run away further enough there is a chance of linking them again now luckily the map isn't too horribly complex it isn't too horribly complex so you know you're not going to have uh too much trouble finding all of them and luckily enough i actually just did this assault uh, a couple weeks ago and it was a lot different than the first time that i did the assault like the first time they did the assault they got spread out really quick went really far uh when i did this assault a couple weeks ago they actually didn't make it out of the first room now uh each one has 2200 hp each so that's not much that's a D dc to a 75 cap fight so you know just sort of keep all this in uh in mind taking into consideration and you know really it's just uh spank them all uh do you have any notes felix yeah it's a good idea to let them spread out a bit so that because right off the bat they'll go into two separate groups one will go southward one will go northward basically uh and once they split out you can kind of pick one and then start fighting through it make sure that if you are going to do some sort of method involving a sleep on the rabbits that you're either you have really good sleep and it's they're, they aren't gonna wake up like a black mage or you have something like a bard where if they're getting hit by you know 20 or so bunnies then their sleep isn't going to be interrupted while they're attempting to save themselves Mm -hmm. Right, so obviously things like Sleep Gut, Lullaby are going to be a definite help in this PC. Uh, another strategy is uh, if you have a three-person party or more, pick either north or south, run that way, go you know a room or two back, and just camp in the passageway and wait for them to come to you. That way you can pick them off you know, however quick they get to you without worrying about linking up too many of them. Yeah, imagine if you had a nice party set up of six, you could just split up in a group of three and send people each way. Yep, exactly. And uh, there's also speculation, too, that depending on how quickly you kill them, the more points you get. Now, speaking of points, if you clear this with three members, you're going to get 1,333, 1,260 for four, 1,067 for five, and 933 for six. And that also varies depending on how much vegetation is left, so... Yes, the quicker you kill them, the more points you get. Now, as far as cool drops go for this zone, uh, I believe, is it just the Stormbelt Velix? Uh, yeah, that was the only thing that was really worth mentioning out of the drops, which it's a really nice belt. It's got Strength plus 4 on there, Bit plus 4, and then while in Assault's Accuracy plus 15. So it's almost like a hybrid of a Potent Belt and a Warwolf Belt. Oh, so it's a nice little tanking belt i would assume you know uh, you, you can wear it as soon as level 50 so not a bad thing to grab a hold of uh was there anything else you wanted to mention about this one felix just make sure you don't really get overwhelmed kind of don't bite off more than you can chew when you're trying to kill all the rabbits because it can turn around and end you quickly exactly all right well moving on then our next one is breaking morale breaking morale coming to us from the mammal jaw staging point it's basically a game of uh capture the flag pretty much except there's multiple flags uh the mammals have all of these special little supplies that they've been uh carefully hiding on you and you're gonna have to go into their area and find them this isn't like most of the standard ones we've done up so far where it's you know kill objective or destroy whatever you're actually not killing in this and you're trying to be sneaky and not get caught by the mammals 
Uh, once you start, you're in a very small map with, as I said, eight different treasure boxes all over the place. Uh, once you're in there, there's only one really direction you can go, and you'll come out and there's this huge room full of memo. Uh, there's two types of memos. There's Mamulja recruits, and then there are Mamulja trainers. There is a difference between the two, basically. The Mamulja recruits will attack you if they aggro you. So you'd actually have to fight them if you got aggro by them. However, if you happen to get aggro by a Mamulja trainer, you'll get caught, pretty much. And you'll be sent to a very low-security prison that is located on the eastern side of the map. And in there, they have something called the Vivacious Liquid. You put this on, and it gives you a nice little uh, Mammal Jaw costume. It ha does come with a downside. It has a 15 HP per tick uh, poison effect on it, but that can be negated by regens and stone skins and bard pounds. But when you're under the effect of this costume, the Mammals won't aggro you. So you can run around wherever you want, completely free, and not have to worry about getting attacked or sent back to the prison area. Until you open a chest to get one of the items that uh, that you've been sent here for in the first place. Yes, or you run out of HP. Oh, yeah. Or you run out of <laughs> HP, yep. And, uh, and you can cancel the buff by going up to the top of your menu where your buffs are listing and just clicking off of it. So as, uh, as Velix said, it's basically like capture the flag. There are eight chests, and you are to hopefully get all of them and take them back to the NPC at the beginning. Obviously, the more you get, then the more points you get but all you have to get just to complete it is one that's correct right uh if you it depends on the number of people in your party like if you go in with three then you need at least two to win basically ah, okay all right yep so so you know that's a general overview of it you need to find these chests without being caught uh there is a costume you can use has some downsides so first time you go in uh, i'm telling you from experience it's kind of in over your head it seems really complicated and you know you're kind of just exploring around at first and you realize you're pressed for time it can get horrible uh, also if you get aggroed by one of the mammals that attack you all you have to do is run in front of a one of the ones that will teleport you and you ain't got to worry about aggro anymore so velix why don't you start and we will give them quick little notes on how to get to each of the chests Okay, uh, the first chest is going to be your easiest chest. It's almost like the freebie. So if you're going in with three people and you just need two things to win, then it's just half of it right there. Once you come out of your tunnel that it spawns you in, just head to the east, and there's a little ramp. You go up the ramp, and the chest is located right at the top, and it's at that position I-7. Open the chest, you get a temporary item, and then just run it back to the NPC and give it to the NPC. Your second one is going to be at H7 on the ground. Now it's near a tree directly south from the cave mouth at the starting point. It can be picked up very easily too by someone coming back from chest 3, 4, or 7, which we're going to get to in just a minute. Uh, yeah, we should probably mention that you can hold more than one at a time, so you don't need to go back every time you obtain one of these items you can like get three or four of them and then go back all at the same time however if you get caught with items in your possession they get sent back to the chest yep so you gotta be careful uh chest three is located again at h7 it's a very small map but this is on an island to get to this island you're gonna have to start at the prison location so it's just easiest to go and get caught and then quick warp to the prison area from there you just head south and follow along and you'll end up on the upper level it's wise to have the costume because there's a lot of mammals walking on very narrow paths and it's almost impossible to avoid the sight aggro. 
And uh, once you get up there, it's just on the first island that you come to. Grab that and then sneak your way back to the NPC and hand that over. Yep, and uh, that's the point where you can drop down west of that to hit chest two. Chest four is at H8, also on the top. So from the western island, uh, you're going to want to start from the prison again. Uh, it's not, it wouldn't hurt to grab the costume. So from where chest 3's location was, just continue along the bridges to the north, west, and then south, and you'll come to another island, and that chest is on this island. Yep, the next chest, chest 5, is basically where if you're at chest 4, then just keep going west across the bridge, follow the wall, and uh, you should be able to hit it. You're going to have to start from the prison, though, again, if you are not there at where chest 4 was. A lot of the times you're going back to the prison, so you might as well use those uh, trainers as equipment for to get there. Yep. Number six is on the top at G7. Uh, it's in a tunnel at the northwest corner of the map. You're going to have to start from the prison again. So from where you found chest five, you're just going to continue to follow the wall around to the north and into a tunnel where the chest is. Uh, chest seven is perhaps my favorite chest. It's the one that's at the very far south of the map. It's convenient to start from the prison. You don't have to. If you're really good, you could sneak your way straight through the middle of the map and then get down there and then come back through. It's probably one of the harder ones to get back from because you are so far back and you almost have no choice but to go through the main bulk of where all the mammals are standing. So uh, it's a tricky one. And your last one, number eight at I-8 in the middle. It's on a ledge in the southeast corner. You're going to have to start from the prison. You need to pass one mammal jaw trainer to get this chest. Either you can use the costume or bring another player as a distraction or just run past while its back is turned. Now, uh, keep in mind, too, that uh, these mobs tend to be a lot more restless and change directions a lot more frequently than normal mobs. So from the prison, follow the right wall around H8, avoid the mage there, and continue to the right. Shortly after making a right, you can see a chest below you on a ledge. Drop off the bridge to reach it, and uh, head on back to the NPC. Uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, it's really nice to have some sort of movement increase, be it, uh, Sprinter shoes will work in this, assuming you don't get aggro from one of the mobiles that attacks you. It'll stay on you even if you get sent to the prison. Or, or you know, your standard things like Ninja Kaihan, Crimson Pants, Strider or Trotter Boots, or even the Pitchfork plus one while you're under the costume effect because that will still work to increase your movement speed. Yep, and that is about it for breaking morale. Your rewards include AP based on number of members. 1400 for three members, 1200 for four members, about 1000 for five members, and 900 for six members, give or take, depending on how many of the chests you successfully got. Now, in order to stop the assault without getting everything, so let's say you just want to get it for the win, get your two or three, or however many you need, depending on members. Then when you go back to the NPC, there will be an option called Give Up. Use Give Up to spawn the Rune of Release. Um, another notable reward is the Storm Scimitar, which uh, has some pretty decent damage delay, but uh, when in Assault, the damage goes from 39 to 43, and you get Emnity plus 5. Next is probably one of my least favorites, um, and that is Evade and Escape in Libros, Libros Cavern. The unit deployed within Leros Cavern is in danger of being overwhelmed by the well-positioned enemy. Discover an alternate route so they can retreat in safety. So basically what you're going to do is you got yourself a big map here. And somewhere within this map, there are three levers. So, with all your people, so at, at minimum three, you're going to have to find these levers, and everyone has to hit them at the same time. Now, the reason this is so hard is because there are True Sight Dahaks, those big red nasty dragons, 
patrolling all around the caverns. And if you've ever been in Libros, you know that there isn't a lot of wiggle room. So, find the three switches. They load in three of the seven small rooms. And they're basically just, you know, they're, they're lamps. And uh, you don't have to hit them exactly at the same time. There's like a... I don't know. Like a 10 or 20 second time limit. Right, 10 or 20 seconds. And there are three dehocks. And, uh, you know, their, their patterns are reasonably predictable. You ain't got to worry about it too much. Um, they can turn around, however, at any point without any warning. So, I'm going to read off the list of the locations of the switches. And really, that's about it. You know, it's a find your switches and GTFO. So, the first switch, if you look at the map, this would be the easiest way. Your first switch is in G6 at the end of a little passageway there. Your next two are going to be at E7 and E8. And there's actually one long room. One's at the top, one's at the bottom. There's another one at G10. And then at J9 and K11. Now, uh, if you go to your friendly neighborhood, ffxcyclopedia.org, and take a look at the map, it also shows the roaming patterns of the Dehocks. Now, they, they, they don't move, you know too fast and they don't go all the way to the end of tunnels so usually if there's one in your way just go back to the end of its path it'll turn around follow behind it without being seen and uh as long as you know where you're going and uh you know you find where your switches are it's it's really not too hard and your rune of release is going to spawn in the very center at h8 uh yeah that's pretty much it the dahawks can be annoying and you got to be careful sometimes if you can figure out how they're running it really helps because a lot of times you can get caught between them when they're going to pass on their their little, little patterns and then you're basically screwed because you can't run back you can't run forward they're going to get you uh re-raise is helpful in the event that you know you do catch aggro and die yep and as far as rewards go it's just your ap 1000 for three members 900 for four members 800 for five members and 700 for six members after that is done, we have an, an interesting little assault, shooting down the Baron, which is coming to us via the Devuka Isle staging points. Uh, there's a little imp, he's known as the Black Baron, and he's, uh, quote, hit prequel like a meteor strike. He's single-handedly defeated 79 Imperial soldiers, and the Empire just can't suffer any more losses. So uh, you're going to have to go and uh, kill him, basically. Uh, you're going to go in, and you're on another fairly small map it's not too large it's mainly just a bunch of interwe interweaving uh corridors like the isle station one's been so far uh the only other mobs that you have to worry about in the entire assault other than the black baron are the pre kapoogles uh they're not too tough i mean a good dd or two can take them down because they don't have much hp and they're really just more annoying than anything uh when you go in the baron is going to be located somewhere on the map just go find him and start whacking away at him. He is an imp. He's got quite a bit more HP than normal imps do, but he still does all of your same old imp attacks, amnesias, silences, gauze, whatnot. Uh, just find him and start whacking away at him. Eventually, during the battle, he will teleport away, and then you just got to go find him again. If you're a, a veteran of Dynamis and you've done uh, the Busidine, clearance a lot then you'll, you'll know all about the trick where if you are a summoner or sub summoner and you place a mob on let's say the baron and then when he warps away the summon will continue to go after him even though he's completely gone and unclaimed so he will lead you directly to where he's gone to and then you can just hunt him down again 
keep beating them up and finish them off, and then you win, and you just head back to the Ruin of Release at I-8. That's right, and that's really all there is to that one. With most strategies, as far as party setup goes, you can take them down with a, a set of three. Two good DDs and uh, a healer, and in this case, it would be a good idea to have your healer sub-summoner. So, pretty straightforward one. Um, what, are, what are our rewards from this one, Felix? You got your standard AP for three members, it's 1100 for four members, 990. Five members, 880. And six members, it is 770. And as for gear rewards, we have the Storm Zemburak, which is actually a crossbow, I believe. It yeah. sure is. Uh, it's got some nice damage, some low delay, and then it has range attack plus 10 while in assaults. So uh, nice for your pulling or your thievery. Yep, that's right. And so then moving on to our last one for Lance Corporal is Demolition Duty in Ilaruzi Atoll. And as far as this go, it's just destroying the shipwrecks. A confidential report states that Corsairs are secretly collecting the remains of shipwrecks on Ilaruzi Atoll. Use the automaton issued to you by the on-site engineer to demolish these shipwrecks. I don't know if I've done this one yet. This one's pretty nice. It's, it's fairly simple, I find. I might have done that one. All right. So let's, uh, let's see. Uh, you're going to start off on the ship at H10 in front of the NPC Uzan. Yeah, I've done this one. So one person, preferably a mage type, it says, should talk to Uzan, and that person will be assigned as Demolition Automaton. Only one automaton can be issued at a time, and it will be linked to the person who talked to Uzan. Now, this automaton will not defend itself or its master, and nor can you command it like a puppet would. So what's going to happen is this thing's going to follow you around until you find its intended target, which there are five points on the map, one at j10 one right next to it at i10 another at h9 one right next to it at g9 and then another up at f7 and that's wreckage so you're gonna want to take the automaton to each of these wreckages and then it's gonna start whacking away at them and basically that's its job you take it there and it starts smashing things down now what's gonna happen though is as you're smashing these things down mobs are going to pop out now these mobs are going to be linked specifically to the automaton uh basically the hate's going to be stacked right onto the automaton and so you want to be able to, to smash these things down as quick as you can now keep in mind that you can put protect shell and haste on the automaton uh you can also use aoe weapon skills when the mob spawns such as ga magic or blue mage breath spells to deal half damage to the wreckage and speed up the process now you're going to know when the mob spawn, it's a carrion crab, you're going to know when it spawns because they spawn right after the automaton uses a weapon skill cost called slapstick. Now they don't have a lot of HP, they're you know less than 2,000 so they're pretty easily taken care of and they use all the standard crabs attacks. Uh, they do not give XP when defeated. And uh, other than that, that's basically what the, uh, the entire assault entails is taking these automatons to the different pieces of wreckage and uh, protecting them until they're until you've completed it uh, if the automaton does die or is destroyed disappears go back to Uzan he'll give you another one and uh, so once you're all done you just go talk to him again there's your score spawn of release and that's about it is there anything else in there Felix um, there are imps around on the map uh, just watch out for them they're not too difficult they're just basic you know easy to kill imps but they can be a pain in the ass and they can cost you some time if you are running low on time yep all right and uh, also the imps will aggro your automaton too as well as other pets such as wyverns so keep that in mind 
as before, just make sure you know what you're doing when you're going in, and it's uh, it's really a pretty fairly easy assault. Um, other than AP, um, a nice little item that comes out here is the Storm Sash. It gives MP plus 20, and while in assault, you get Int and Charisma plus 6. As for those AP awards, 1,000 for 3 members, 900 for 4, 800 for 5, and 700 for 6 members. Congratulations, you completed all your Lance Corporal assaults now. <laughs> That's right. <It's- laughs> wasn't much there <laughs> no there really isn't it's, it's it's definitely one of the easier ones uh when it comes to getting all five you ain't got to worry about spamming easy ones like golden salvage over and over and over again so before we finish up here we are going to look at some yigit gear really quick and uh since we're still pressed for time and velix has no idea what this is i'm gonna give it to you really quick <laughs> mp is good <laughs> yeah coming from a gulka mp <laughs> is good Alright, so we're going to start with the Turban. Gives you Mind, plus 4, Magic Attack bonus, plus 2, Enmity, negative 5, and HMP, plus 1. That comes from Ilrusia Toll Assault. And keep in mind, all of these are 20k Assault Points. From Periquia is the Gomelic, the Body Piece. Evasion, plus 7, Magic Attack bonus, plus 5. Song, Spell Casting Time, negative 10%, and HMP, plus 5. From Mumble Jaw Assault, you get the Hands, which is Int, in mind plus five evasion plus four magic attack bonus plus two you get the yigit sarah wheels that's the pants from liaojum sanctum and that has hp and mp plus 25 evasion plus six mp recovering recovered while healing two and the crack the feet are from libros cavern assault and you get int in mind plus three evasion plus five Magic attack bonus plus two, and overall, the entire set together gives you a one MP per tick refresh effect. So there are some pretty good pieces overall. Um, others are not have uh, you know are still good, but have other alternatives that are available. Um, for example, you got the Sarah wheels, good MP boost. But other than that, there's not too much to them. Overall, I think it's a great HMP set. But uh, the gauges are really good, and you get me a pair of those. That's about all I got right now. So, yeah, definitely take a look at them. I mean, you know, chances are if you're doing assault, you know about them already. You know what you want. So get to work with those assault points and uh, should be set to go. Was there, uh, was there anything else you wanted to add, uh, Velix? Uh, I have no idea about this set, but I know some of my Red Mage friends find some pieces very enjoyable. So... I assume Red Mages can't decipher it for themselves. All right, cool, yep. Now, before we leave you, there was a couple other things that I wanted to uh, touch on and mention. First of all, something which I haven't mentioned at all since this started, and which doesn't make much sense, but uh, yeah. my 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 own uh, 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 the blog that I do the uh, the stories revolving around both you know LBR characters, but more importantly myself because I'm so amazing. Velox. Oh wait, yeah, right. yeah, Velix has actually made uh, an appearance in there too, though. But uh, is uh, my story Honor Among Thieves? Now again, we're pressed for time, so I can't go into it too much right now. So. For now, I'm just going to tell you to take a look. You can go to thieveshonor.wordpress.com and take a look at it. Uh, people have told me that it's pretty good. Velix reads it. He says that it's pretty good. He wouldn't lie to me, would you, Velix? No, never. Let's put this a different way. Velix wouldn't waste his time <laughs> reading my crap if it wasn't good. So it must be pretty good go. crap. Yeah. Um, secondly, the Loot Vault has been launched. Limit Break Radio's own store with all kinds of fancy swag. I know that Velix has already bought three or four things, haven't you, Velix? Uh, yeah, that's right. 
he plans on buying. I plan on. I was gonna buy a hoodie, but I have to figure out my my fonts. Yep, yep. As soon as I get my next check, that's actually that's actually what I'm buying. I know that uh, Nero already bought the little yellow bag. Um, also, you've heard it on our other episodes. You've seen it on our front page. But extra life, the fundraiser being put on by sarcasticgamer.com. As you know, there is a Team Limit Break radio, and uh, what we plan on doing on October the 18th for Extra Life is we are going to have a 24-hour streaming broadcast hosted by Limit Break Radio, Pet Food Alpha, Woot Studios, and Geek Speak. That's right, that's a, that's a pretty big conglomeration there, but we are going to be using Woot Studios streaming signal for the broadcast, and members of Team Limit Break Radio and Team Pet Food Alpha are all going to be joined up on the broadcast using either Ventrilo or some program similar to that in Skype because Skype no longer supports Skypecast. So we are going to be broadcasting from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. from the Hall of Heroes in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And that, that's right, we, uh, we got our own little hobby shop here that we are taking over on the day of the 18th. We'll be broadcasting live also from GameGo Computers in the same city, as well as hosting a LAN party from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. Now, we are going to be charging $6 an hour to play all kinds of stuff. This place, uh, uh, the GameGo Computers, has all kinds of stuff. They have 10 high-powered computers, LCD screens, PS3, Xbox, Wii's. They got the work, so we're going to be charging $6 an hour at the door to play, and those proceeds are going to be donated to Extra Life as well. So, if you live in the area that is uh, Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and you want to join us, shoot us an email at hosts at limitbreakradio.com. And if you want to be a part of the 24-hour live web stream, make sure to sign up for Extra Life at extralife.sarcasticgamer.com. Now, the web stream will be for everyone to listen to. Again, we'll be using Woot Studio Streaming Signal, and we'll have links to the stream on the day of the event. And for those of you wondering, the current Extra Life total for team limit break radio is $1,525. So Velix, what are you doing on the October the 18th? Uh, I, I couldn't find any sponsors for that. So I've been thinking about maybe just like throwing money at somebody from LBR who's doing it. Maybe I'll like jump on Davey or something, but I couldn't get any sponsors. So I'm thinking I might have to sponsor somebody else anyways. You should sponsor me because all of my sponsors are dropping out on me. They're, already, they're leaving you for dead. Well, uh, I don't really know any like big people who like people who, know, who own companies or smaller things like that. So I've just been asking like you know friends and family and things like that. And uh, so yeah, they've all been like, no, I ain't got the money. I got the money. So I got two people right now that uh, own small businesses. But if they fall through, then yeah, Andy's gonna beat me in uh, in sponsors. So well, Carlo needs sponsors. So yeah, Carlo needs sponsors. Emails. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. Look for the guy in Team Limit Break Radio who doesn't have any money. That's me. So that about wraps it up for today. That's all the Rogues Den. You can look forward next time to Tier 5, which is what rank, Velix? We're going to Corporal next time. That's right, Corporal. That was a test, and he passed. Congratulations, Velix. So, you're ca- are you Captain yet? You're Captain, aren't you? We covered that last oh, show. Oh, yeah, I got Captain last Yeah, show. that's right. Yep, I'm still 10 away from my Captain because I've been lazy, I guess. Like I, yeah, a little bit, but whatever. So, we'll get there. Yep, that's right. So, join us next time on the Rogue's Den.
Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vana Deal are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.